Welcome, everybody, to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. I'm Thomas Aaronsburg. And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg. This week, our oldest daughter, uh, who plays softball, had a softball tournament in a city about an hour away, and she freaked out about it majorly. <laughs> so That's what we're going to talk about today. That's what we're talking about. You guys, be our therapy session. That's what we're about to do today. Be a listener-viewer se- I mean, a listener-viewer session. A listener-therapy session. So, just some background. Um, she's always been like this. She won't even spend the <laughs> night out at my parents' house. I think um, the backup, backup of all this is that we created this monster for ourselves. Essentially, we as parents, just raising our own children, very much feel like, even with family in town, we both have our parents in town and we're very blessed. We have all, of, most of our siblings, there's enough siblings between the two of us to where we could ask for help should we need it. Right. But we very much do not take advantage of that unless it's absolutely like life or death. Really, we're in a bind type situation. Maybe not life or death, but we really have to be in a bind to ask somebody to watch our kids. Um, And so we have created this monster where our children don't want to spend the night out anywhere else. And not just don't want to, but scares the life out of them to spend the night without us in the house. I don't know that that's true for all of them, though. Well, we haven't we haven't gotten to that point yet, really, right. to where we know. So our oldest is 12. She'll be 13 next month. And she has spent the night out at your parents' house when she was little. I remember we, we sent them a couple of times when they were littler. Um, but as I got a little older, I think you identified what the real incident was that really sent her over the edge of, like, not, not going to spend the night. And not just not going to spend the night, but they definitely also, I think all of them are probably like this, that they won't spend the night without each other. Right, so it's yeah, double. That's it's kind of probably part of it too. It's multifaceted. Sure. It's not just spending the night out away. It's also n- like so not just without us, but without each other. But without each other, right? Our kids are so close in age. The first two are fourteen months apart. Then there's nineteen months distance between the next one, and then like twenty two months, I think. Yeah, all of them are less than two years between. One of them is <laughs> some of them are like right over a year, a year and a half, and then almost two years. So they're all very close in age. Yeah, they do not remember time without each other, and so, I mean, they've been described as sleeping together like a pile of puppies, which I didn't really like. I knew what that phrase meant, but I never actually actually knew what it meant yeah, until your until mom's you dog had puppies yeah. and they really do just like, they're like this mass of moving little parts and, anim- you know, little constantly animals. Constantly climbing over each other. Yeah, they're constantly, everybody's trying to get to the top of the pile and just lay on top of everybody else and that they sleep, walk on top of each other in this big yeah. pile of puppies. They really do do that. And so, once I saw that, I thought, oh, that is exactly what, our, is kids what our kids do. do. They yeah. have to be with each other. They can't sleep in a bed by themselves. They've always, I know there was one point in my life where um, Howl's, H-O-U-Z-Z, the um, website covered, they came and did an article on our old house. Mm -hmm. And um, they talked in the article about how our kids slept together in a bed. And you would have thought that we were committing some sort of child abuse. Apparently, there was a part of Americans in our culture that think that children should all have their own individual beds, their own individual bathrooms. That ain't how we roll. It's never going to be how we roll. That's just the truth of the matter. Right. And, um, and at the time, I mean, I think the boys had their own beds and the girls were sharing the queen bed or something. Yeah. Whatever it was, we talked about how they all sleep in that one queen bed. Was it? No. I think so. No, they had their own, uh uh-uh. They had their own, the girls had a room and the boys have a room. And 
Now, all this stuff could change as they get older, but at the time this article was written, they were little, yeah. like four and under. I think we only had three kids at the time, so maybe, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. People were basically commenting that we were committing some sort of child abuse by all of our children sleeping together in a bed or, um, you know, not having their own beds or whatever. They choose it. Right. They choose that. Like, even if they had separate beds, they would all sleep they in would one. all sleep in one. All right, so getting back to where this stems from is about... I don't know, five years ago? I don't even Maybe know. Maybe six years ago. ago. Um, our kids wanted to spend the night. They had cousins in town and they were going to stay at my parents' house. And so they're like, let's go. We like, we want to spend the night because our cousins are in town. Was it New Year's Eve? No, that was at our house. Oh, okay. This was just some other, they Random were in night. town. I want to go spend the night. Okay. And it, during the day, we went down there to drop them off and we probably ate dinner or something down there. And they had talked about how we're going to stay up till midnight and maybe later. <laughs> and for our kids, our kids who go to bed at like seven o'clock, <laughs> or they did at the time, they don't go to bed that early now, but they did at the time. That was just, I can't take it. We're, we we can't spend the night. Like, it wasn't just, even a matter of, okay, you guys go ahead and do that and I'll just be sleeping over here. It was like. I will not be present while you all, <laughs> right. I refuse to be present while you all do your craziness and stay up till midnight. I mean, talk about we're raising ourselves. These children are carbon copies of us, I feel like, but she was not having any of that midnight stay up stuff and it gave her so much anxiety. She ended up coming home that night Yep. and she's never spent the night out ever since. No, she is not. And so on one hand, as a parent, it's nice to know that your kid is wants to stay home and they want to be home and there's something comforting about that as a parent yeah. because it makes you feel like they really like us it's not even a matter of really <laughs> liking it's like how much trouble can they get into if they want to be home like they're right. home all the time i know yeah. where they are yeah i mean i just there's comfort in that for me to a huge extent and but on the flip side of that we talk about it all the time we are raising adults right they have got to learn to, to go out on their own. To go on their own and cope, right? Yes. With with things that happen. Part of it was the coping. It's the coping. And so fast forward, we we've been knowing we had this problem. We've gone out of town um and brought the kids to Baton Rouge with us and then gone on, like dropped them off in Baton Rouge with your family, aunt and uncle, and then go on from there. And she's also been upset about that. So right. it's not just being alone by herself with cousins. Or I mean, she's never been to a place where she didn't know people. I mean, obviously, she, she's not going to away camp type stuff. Right. She is going to spend the night with either with family. with family in some right. capacity and people she knows very well, not cousins she met last week kind of a thing. Yeah. And so um, we've had this problem over all of these years. Now, the most recent thing that Thomas is bringing up as a subject for this particular podcast is she is on a softball team now. She's playing a varsity sport as a seventh grader, and she's expected to go to all the tournaments and all yep. the games, and sometimes they travel. And at this point, they had gotten to, um, you know, like the finals, the regionals. They're in the playoffs. They're they, in the playoffs. They won the first round of the playoffs, and so they went to the second round of the playoffs. And as soon as she found out she won the, you know, what it would take to get to the traveling portion, right. she immediately knew she was going to be oh, in yeah. trouble. Like, she imme- she came off the field, and Coach said something like, we're going to stay down at the and beach. Week we're going to stay over. <laughs> we're going to go to Gulf Shores, and you could see. Like, I knew this was going to happen. Like, <laughs> the terror. The mother in me was like, when she <laughs> finds out, this is not going to be good, right? Yeah. So she found out that was a whole mental breakdown. We had to deal with that. And then, you know, the game happens 
or the tournament starts like a week ish after right. she finds out. So we're talking about a week's worth of anxiety, talking about it, deciding. We d- Thomas and I decided together that we were going to let her decide what she was going to do. Right. She's a seventh grader. She doesn't play. You know, she doesn't. She doesn't really get in. She sits in the dugout most of the time. Right. Um, but she's part of the team. And right. so I think you and I both feel pretty strongly like you're part of this team. You need to be participating. She's going to have to miss a couple days of school. But ultimately, I think we feel like we don't want to add to her anxiety. We want to help her ease into solving the problem, but not push it even bigger right. than it already is. So we decided we're not psychologists. We don't really know what the best approach is, but we decided that we were going to spend the week talking to her about what her options were reasoning out what could happen and then, you know, ultimately making, letting her make the decision. Yeah. So the deal was she went down on, did they go down Tuesday? Wednesday. They went down Wednesday. Wednesday morning. They had a game Wednesday morning and then Wednesday night was when they were going to have to spend the night. Right. If they had won uh, the game. They games. had to win the game. To right. spend the night. Yeah. So she goes down to the first game, but she wants us to come down there. And we know that if we go down there, that is the option for her to... To not stay. To not stay. Which she at this point, she had decided she was going to stay. That's right. She had, you know, taken she, a few <laughs> days, talked about all the options, and said, "I want to stay." She talked to her friends about it, and I think they had started getting excited about the trip and all that stuff. So she was mm-hmm. like hyped about it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, I bought her all of her favorite snacks so that she would have bus snacks and right. trip snacks and you know all this different stuff to like cushion the the worry yes. about spending the night. And so they, you know, Wednesday, sorry, Tuesday night, packed up. We go down Wednesday morning. Ate at Bucky's, by the way, for dinner. Yep. Proved one of our kids wrong who did not want to eat at Bucky's for dinner. He's, he, yeah. We were on the I way over he, there. They asked on the way over, Wednesday, on the way over, um, can we stop for dinner somewhere? We're like, yeah, we'll stop. That and was the plan. We have, we have to eat somewhere. They right. Play, I think the game started at, what, six? Six, Yeah. So we had to eat on the way over. By the way, the destination, if you guys don't know, Gulf Shores is about an hour from where we live. And it's in a, you know, it's a different city, obviously. It's about an hour away. So we had to eat dinner on the way out down there. We always call it down there because it's south of where we are. On the way, we said, what do you guys want to eat for dinner? Two of the kids said Bucky's. Yeah. The third kid didn't say anything. Which is funny because Bucky's is a gas station. <laughs> yeah, if you guys don't know, Bucky's is a gas station. <laughs> That's where they wanted to go. And the third one wanted to eat it like a... An actual restaurant. But he didn't say that. We no, had, We right. had decided that that was where we were going to go. It's was like, fine, because we want to eat at Bucky's. This is a fun experience. Let's just go do it. Right. And that's and when he voiced his displeasure with the decision. We're not going to eat at Bucky's. That's a gas station. Who eats at a gas station for dinner? We were changing minds that night. You know that, Thomas? We were, yeah. we were just changing minds. Changed a lot of minds. At so, least two. So we went to Bucky's, and the little one saw what there was available to eat at Bucky's, and he got to press the digital screen to to um purchase his Make own his food order, yeah. yeah to order his own food and that that was it yeah that was the end of that he's bought in at that point. yeah <laughs> one mind change check okay let's move on to the next one <laughs> so we go down to the game uh they had won their game earlier in the day so they were we knew that they were gonna have to spend the night because they had to win at least one game to spend the night so they won their morning game this is now their evening game we really knew the fire the heat was on then right and it was a really good game back and forth um but they lost. The second game. The, the one that we game. went to. Right. 
And so, you know, the coach gets them up afterwards, and they're all huddled up over there, and we, all the parents kind of walk over to greet their kids as they come off the field. And I don't know if you saw this, but she's in the little dugout, in the little circle. Yeah, she's there, crying the whole she's time. She's crying the whole Thomas, time. Thomas, I knew she was crying the minute they they <laughs> lost that game. Like, and she's... it wasn't, she wasn't crying because they lost. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Crying because she has to make a decision. Yeah. So she comes out to see us. And she is full on panic, panic attack mode. Yeah. She's got a headache. Hyperventilating. She's, stomach is sick. The yeah. whole deal. Saying that she can't breathe. Now, in the meantime, I had called the mom who was kind of corralling the team and taking care of yeah, all she's their a needs team that day. Mom, I think is how she. Team mom. Yeah. So I called her earlier in the day and I kind of told her what was going on, which I think the coach had already kind of told her what was had, going on. I had talked to the coach too. He's. I teach at the same school. Here's the thing, though. The coach has other things going on that sure. day. He, he's got right. a he's team to coach. He's not worried about the seventh grade girl that doesn't. Right. Spend like, that. he is, but at the same time, like, right. she can deal. And so, I talked to the team mom who seemed to have a little more free time to maybe pull some of the other girls aside and say, how about you, like, push the enthusiasm a little more about how excited you are to spend the night tonight. And, right. you know, kind of like, <laughs> is grooming her a bad way to- but I mean, that might be the right word. I for mean, it. essentially, I wanted for her to feel like she was welcome. I mean, she—it's not that she doesn't feel that way, but like really right. lay it on thick without her knowing we were laying it on thick. You know? Yeah. I was really using some like intel to get to her, but regardless, she was still crying, still hyperventilating. All the parents were like, "What is wrong with this kid? Is she that upset? We lost." No, the answer no, was no. She's not. Uh, but the team was going to go out to eat, and so we told Addie, well, "Look, we'll go. You know, get on the bus, go with the team." We'll follow we'll you. We'll follow you and go by the the store and get some ibuprofen for your headache and some Pepto for your stomach. Mm-hmm. And we'll meet you at the restaurant. So we did. And we get to the restaurant, which was kind of a fiasco because everything was closed. The game ended at... Like 8 o'clock. 8 or so. And so all these places are closing down over there. And so the team's sort of like walking along this strip mall trying to find a place to eat. And she comes over to us again and still... Not as bad. I think she had calmed herself down a little bit. Um, she had calmed herself up, down and up, down enough that when, well, first of all, you told her it was all in her head. Yeah, I did. And I did something and she started snapping, at, snapping at me. And you said, see, that's it. The fact that you can immediately snap out of this panic state. She went from her panic, I can't breathe, my stomach hurt, you know, I'm going to throw up all this stuff. To Mama, I can't believe me, you know, whatever. Yeah, full on <laughs> teenager mode, <laughs> telling Mama what's up about what dumb decisions Mama makes or whatever. Yeah. And just snapped at Catherine for, I don't know, 10 or 15 seconds. And I, to me, I was like, all right. You're look. just observing it, going, yeah. see, that's went, the thing. You went from, I can't breathe, I'm going to throw up to, we're at home arguing about having to do the dishes. Right. So, so you said, see, it's all in your head. You're not actually sick. Cause we were trying to really debate, like, is she actually ill? Right. You know, is, is she, does she have a stomach bug? Well, so I'd ask questions like, did you eat breakfast this morning? Yes. Have you had enough water? Like, yeah. are you dehydrated? Right. Cause at a baseball field, you can be dehydrated. They, that was they, a The headache. team stopped and ate lunch at Cracker Barrel or something. Yeah. Did, did you eat at Cracker Barrel? Yes. What'd you have? I had pancakes and like, so she, she had, had enough she food. She had regular food. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, I ate something that. I ate a piece of fish and it may have not been good, you know. It, it all was, came down to she was she was having a panic and anxiety issue. Right. 
So um, you told her that. You said, see, it's all. this is all in your head. You are making, you, you have decided in your head that this is a problem. And I don't know, Thomas put some real tough, tough love on her, like, real fast there. And I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to let him take care of <laughs> it's it. because, I mean, we were getting to that point, like, the rubber's meeting the road right now. We need to make a decision. Right. We have three little kids that have school tomorrow that yeah. need to get in bed, and it's still an hour back home. Yeah. We're not going to sit here and debate this for the next hour. Right. Like, you need to make a decision right Meanwhile, now. Meanwhile, she's panicked because you had already told her, and she knows it to be true, that if she goes home, she might miss out and she'll regret not staying with the girls and experiencing yeah, whatever's going to happen. Before. So she's got that rolling in the back of her head. The regret of not staying with the girls and experiencing the whole trip yeah. versus the fear and anxiety of of sleeping over away from mom and dad. So after after you she snapped at me and you kind of put it put it to her like that, she snapped back into it. It was like Okay, I'm doing this. I'm spending the night. Yeah, well, I think the last thing I said to her was, you know, tomorrow you're going to wake up and all this anxiety you have about spending the night is going to be gone. It's gone because you already did it. Right. And there's and not a spend the night. And then you're going to, you know, they'll play another game or more tomorrow and they'll have a lot of time to hang out with each other. And we were not going to bring her back. That right. was the deal. She came home with us. She was staying home. We were not bring. we're not playing right. that game. It was fine for her to make the decision whether or not she wanted to to, to go, go and spend the night. Right. But if we were to go down there and get her, go to her game and then pick her up and bring her home so she didn't have to spend the night, she's absolutely not getting the benefit of getting to go back down to. Right, the next so, day. The next day for the rest of the game. So she had to make that decision. Like you said, I think she started thinking about how much she was going to miss out on that next yeah. day if she well, I told came her, home. I said, you know, that, that part's going to be a lot of fun because all the anxiety would be gone. You'll have so much more fun tomorrow when you're not anxious. I said, so really, I mean, it's 8.30 right now. You're going to go in there and eat, mm-hmm. and you'll go back to the place, and you'll be asleep in like an hour. Right. So you're so about an this hour is, of... This is total an hour more that you have to just suck it up, and mm-hmm. you know, as uncomfortable and as anxious as you are, if you can go another hour, you're going to make it, mm-hmm. and you know what's on the other side. It's going to be so much more fun. And I think for her, that was like, yeah, I think I can do that. I mean, it's There's a hour. logical brain thing yeah. that kind of kicked like, in there. I'm still there. very anxious and I'm still very scared. Mm-hmm. But it's only an hour. And I know that on there's gigantic light on the other side of the tunnel mm-hmm. that I can I can push through it. Yeah. So she stayed. She did a great job. Was texted us later at like 11 o'clock at night and said, thanks for making me stay. I'm having a great time. I'm glad I stayed. It's like, oh my gosh, like you guys, a week's worth of drama to get to this point. But as much of a pain in the butt as it was, A, we're learning. Thomas and I are learning some big things as parents. And B, that amount of time is what we invested in either it being a little less bad next time or just not happening at all next time. Like, I'm just so glad that we were together on it because I can envision myself very easily caving to like going back, bringing her back down or something like the next day, you know, like basically letting her have her cake and eat it too, where she gets the ultimate situation. She gets to be home and she gets to play with the team. And I think that's when parenting is so hard is figuring out this balance between teaching your kid a lesson and then being happy. Right, wanting them to have those experiences. Yeah, and then for you to be able as a parent to like hold on to the discipline end of things. Like 
I think it really would have been easy if if we were not together on it for for one of us to have said, "I'll just take her back down tomorrow." Right. Or you know what? Uh, let's just get a hotel room. We, we can stay. You can just come stay in our hotel room. Or something yeah, like like on the peripheral. I'm like, heck, no, we ain't doing that. But right. when the rubber meets the road and your yep. kid is standing there having a panic attack and in front of you, and it's nine o'clock at night, and you're tired, and she's tired, and you're yes, hungry, and it's it's so easy to just go fine, yeah. like. Let's just do this other thing. Anyway, I'm just, I'm glad we're past it. I hope that she's learned a valuable lesson. I hope that we've learned a valuable lesson and that next time it's going to be better. The kids got to eat at Bucky's. Lots of good things happened. They got to pick out their bags of candy from Bucky's. If you guys have never been to Bucky's, um, advertisement, Bucky's advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> New sponsor. Just kidding. Um, we have the Alabama has the only Bucky's outside of Texas. They're all a Texas, uh, gas station chain and it's hard to describe really what Bucky's is but it is a very 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 large gas station it's um, like one of those really nice like if you think of like a pilot gas station or a flying J if you know if you're familiar with those I don't you Thomas to, it has homewares in it well I'm saying it's There's like clothing. that but on steroids so yeah think so of they, one of those but but they have a full um uh like the menu for the rest it's essentially like a restaurant inside that has right. a kiosk you order on it they make their own jerky they make their own um kolaches and different things they've got all these like branded items that you yeah, can they only got get a full kitchen in there for yeah sure. they got a full kitchen they've got they claim to have the nicest bathrooms like their bathrooms they are, are always really clean nice. um they have a, like 125 gas pumps there mm-hmm. um all i know is it's a good stop to get down to the beach it if is. you're going to the beach. Yeah. But it's definitely a destination. It's fun to go. I mean, it's kind of one of those things like it's cons- it's like consumerism times a gajillion. Yeah. And so if you're mad about consumerism, like, but it's to me, it's interesting to see. Like, it's just like you got to experience one. It's like an Ikea. It's yeah. hard to describe. Go. And then just you just go. go. And then you're like, oh, okay, now I see what the deal is, you know. Um, so if you're ever going down to Orange Beach, Go down on that um, Beach Express exit, and you'll hit that Bucky's. Hit it at the right time, though, because um, it gets backed up. up. They're literally having to expand the the exit the lane, interstate exit. the interstate yeah. exit lane, to get off that exit because it backs up so frequently because of Bucky's. Yeah, you guys, it's ridiculous. But then also awesome if you live here and you can just shoot there <laughs> and back whenever you want. It's pretty cool. All right, so question for you. Yeah. Did you ever have anxiety issues when it came to spending the night? No. When you were a kid? Never. But you didn't, did you spend the night a lot out? When I was not with family. I did with friends when I was in middle school. Did and you ever then, team travel as a kid? Um, yeah, I traveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I traveled to state in high school, like uh, track and field indoor and outdoor. I had no issue ever. We had all yeah. those ski... That's high school, though. I, you know, in middle school, I guess. Well, I went to Camp Shire Woods when I was a kid. No issue. Oh. Okay. Ever. I don't know what that is, but. I wanted to be away. You from wanted home. out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I very much wanted to be away. Now I want to, as an adult, I want to be home more. Like, I'm a major homebody now. Yeah. It's interesting. You wouldn't get anxious about staying away, though, now that you're an adult. I wouldn't hope. No, I don't think I'd be anxious staying away, but you know, it feels so good to be home. Yeah. Like, ugh. Like, <laughs> You'd rather be home. Yeah, I'd rather be home than anywhere else. But yeah, when I was a kid, what about you? I don't I don't remember like team stuff as a kid. I know that I went to a friend's house and I would spend the night at my friend's house and I looked forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in high school, same thing. I would travel with the team. Like if the football team, I remember we went a couple, we played teams from Birmingham. 
not in the playoffs because we were not very good back then. But, <laughs> we, but you're talking about high school play. right now? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, in, in grade school, that wasn't a thing for us. I just think really. things have changed so much now. I know when I was in grade school, kids were not spending the night, as, as I remember. I was never invited to spend the night at anybody's house until middle school. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking but about But nowadays, we got invitations yeah. for our kids when they were in kindergarten. I'm like, I'm not yeah. sending my six-year-old to someone else's house to sleep. No. That's not happening. Yeah. I understand that y'all think your house is safe, but I'm not okay with that. And so there's probably some amount of me making this bear happen where kids know they're being invited to places and I'm saying no. I'm just, right. I'm not the kind of parent who's trying to constantly push my kid off on somebody else. I'm just not. I don't care about having weekends to myself. Like, my kids drive me nuts. You guys don't get me wrong. I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, I love when they're just like on me all the time. It's not that. Right. I just... I'm raising people and it's my job and I get that that probably makes them really, really, really codependent, <laughs> which Our is kids. what's happening with her. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I want, my job is to raise them safely until they're out of the house. Yeah. And so the, the thought of them being harmed in some way is a much bigger worry to me than the annoyance that they give me <laughs> when yeah. they're under my feet all the time. I would rather, rather than be home right. I know where they are. I know I sound yeah, like a crazy person. It's different though for teams, though. I mean, oh, of course, yeah. Like as in her case, to... she had you know there was no male you know coaches. There is a male coach, but he was staying somewhere else. Like right. I'm just I'm real careful about that stuff. Um, and we tried to teach them all kinds of things to so if something did happen, they would know. But um, but yeah, I mean, I have to know what the situation is before they're sure. they're in it. Um, I probably we probably I should have probably been a little more okay with letting go i mean there's like overnight camps and things like that that our kids have never been to but do you think they'd be interested in that though well i mean obviously not now maybe when they were littler like you when you send a little kid off i don't know if they have as much anxiety about maybe they do i don't know yeah so i don't know if you were in the car this might have been the next day when we were going to school i asked the other three do you think you would be scared yeah to... i said yeah because they witnessed the whole thing go down there <laughs> Just sitting yeah, there they're watching. watching, observing. Uh, I said, how do you think y'all would have done if you were spending the night and all of them, oh, no, no, we'd be fine, we'd be fine. And then the youngest one, Cecilia, said, actually, I think I would probably start crying when you guys left. <laughs> Gregory said, yeah, I'd probably start crying too. <laughs> okay, then so, what? So there's only the one. Two, yeah, so Thomas was the only one that was okay with the idea of, yeah. no, I think I'd be fine. But, I mean, he's in sixth grade. Yeah. He's old enough that if his friends were there and he was playing the sport, he would. He he knows his brain would be enough occupied. Yeah. She just couldn't occupy her brain with other things enough. She's sitting in the dugout, not playing, thinking about how she's. Yeah, but she's usually a big cheerleader in the dugout. She is. Yeah, I don't know. But I think yeah, I think she was telling herself to be worried about it, and so she wasn't thinking about the game the whole time. She was, you know, so, thinking about what's coming. I think the point in all of this is two things. One, I think we get on here a lot and talk about the great decisions that we've made previously. <laughs> but let me tell you, this whole story is about us correcting a huge mistake we probably made over a lot of time in the past that we should have corrected over the last few years. And I think it's finally come to a head. Hopefully it's corrected, or at least we're starting our way on the path to being corrected. Right. So just know that we are learning I'll tell to... you this. This was running through my mind the whole time that this thing was going down. Like, I know she's only in seventh grade, but... I mean, she's going to have to go off to college. She ain't going to be long before she's in college. I Y'all, mean, she's been saying since she was six that she wanted to go to the college that's near us because she was going to stay at home, right. which is fine. I don't mind having her home, but she has to learn 
th- that experience. She has yeah. to be okay with the experience of doing it. Right. Which, I want her to be able to, to like be alone. And if something happens, be able to fend for herself and it not be like a scared, scared stiff kind of a situation. Like you need to right. learn how to act. So the purpose is a, we are learning too. like, we don't, come on here always constantly telling people how to parent but hopefully if you guys are in a situation like this that you can learn something or if you know just like keep it in mind if this kind of thing happens with you um and then moving forward we're gonna try to do better with the rest of them you know i just think that i think that we're always learning and (laughs) never ever ever stop learning especially when it comes to kids because they're all so different every one of them yeah, and they, I mean, they're always changing, too, even though they're different. I mean, she, like, like we're hoping, we're hoping that she's fine from here. Mm-hmm. She may not be. She might, the next time, next year for playoffs, she might freak out just as bad as she's freaking out right now. I hope not. I think she's I on I hope a, not either. I think she's on a good path. Yeah. So if you guys have any questions about our <laughs> situation or your own stories to tell about maybe how your child has overcome this similar situation, you can email us at buildingarensburg at gmail.com. You can send us a message on Facebook or Instagram at Building Aaronsburg. And until next time, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.